And so I stood there in my boxer shorts and said, mom, take my picture. She said, I don't want to take your picture. I said, mom, please take it. She said, why do you insist? Can't we wait till you get better? And I said, mom, you need to take this picture because the world's not going to believe the miracle God's going to do in my life. Hey everybody, Dr. Axe here. Welcome to the Dr. Axe Show. Today I have uh, one of my favorite guests of all time, one of my best friends, Jordan Rubin. And we're going to talk about a lot of fun stuff today, Jordan. I know we're going to talk about your amazing story of overcoming Crohn's disease and autoimmune disease and some, some crazy health issues. We're going to talk about gut health, boosting your immune system and a lot of stuff. But welcome. Good to be here. Good to be here. So Jordan and I, you know, we're, you probably know we are uh, business partners. We're the co-founders of Ancient Nutrition. And I've known Jordan. Jordan, I've known you for about 10 years or so. And I first met Jordan because uh, Jordan had founded a company in the past, a nutritional company I really respected. And he wrote a book called The Maker's Diet, which I loved. In fact, when my mom was battling cancer and her severe health struggles, like we went through and did a lot of The Maker's Diet. So, so I had always looked up to Jordan and Jordan, I had always looked up to you as sort of a, you know, a mentor in the space and somebody who was just, uh, just a trailblazer, you know? And so I, um, anyways, I'm just so excited you're here today and um, man, it's just good to have you. Yeah, what's exciting about this nutritional journey is that the message we're gonna share was born out of my own personal health challenge and subsequent miraculous recovery, but it's just as relevant today, if not more so than it was 23 years ago. And so what I love is when you can look at a book you've written or an article you've put together and see recommendations two decades ago and they're even more relevant today. And that's what makes this exciting. I believe when it comes to health and wellness truths, they really are the same yesterday, today, and they will be in the future if they're based on solid foundation. I see a lot of health experts that will go to extremes from eating an omnivorous diet to a plant-based diet, and then they combine certain foods and they avoid certain compounds, but the true and steady way is the best, and I think there is a clear path for people to regain their health, even if they're dealing with the most dire of diagnoses. Yeah, you know, I think when you and I first met, that, that was sort of sort of what kindled our relationship is we both had this passion in a very similar way of thinking in terms of looking at ancient forms of nutrition. And, um, you know, I think like when I first came to visit you, uh, I love sharing this story because Jordan, I go like I, I was already I was very I'll use the word hardcore in terms of the way I ate, I ate very clean, very healthy, healthier than anybody I knew. And I go into your house and I'm, I looked at like what you were eating for lunch and you were eating, you had this uh, wild Alaskan salmon that was cerveche that you soaked in lemon juice. And then you had this green juice with, you know, cucumbers and all these amazing, you know, green foods. And then I think you were doing like avocado and these probiotic rich foods. And that was what you were having for lunch. And I'm like, man, some, you know, there's somebody out there who's actually eating healthier than I am. And so I was just so impressed. And I know we just really shared the, this, this thing of, timeless principles, you know? And so let's go ahead and I'd, I'd love for you to share your story of overcoming these chronic illnesses, because I think that, you know, in today's age, there are so many people dealing with gut issues, with immune related issues, you know, tell us your story and how you overcame these, you know, this, these severe illnesses. First and foremost, from where I am today, I speak to a lot of people who deal with health issues. And typically I'll meet somebody who was following an unhealthy lifestyle, was on lots of medications and just really the standard American diet. And then they develop an illness and you kind of see a cause and effect. What was different about me is I was already 
born and raised into a health conscious home. My dad's a chiropractor and a naturopathic doctor, really an early adopter in natural health and wellness. Now, I'll admit I didn't own or internalize it. I ate well at home, but then when I went to friends' houses, I would raid their refrigerator, kind of like you did mine That's when you right. came to visit me. That's right. But they were only healthy things, so that was good. But um, for me to become ill was very odd. I, I had really no background with digestive issues until seemingly like one day my health fell down like a ton of bricks. I was at a youth camp as a counselor and I was dealing with digestive issues. My stomach was absolutely killing me, I felt. I had a high fever and I began to develop symptoms that would later culminate in a Crohn's disease diagnosis. But at first, being an immortal teenager, I thought I'll get well next week or next month. I was heaven bent on going back to college for my sophomore year, but I began to lose weight. I was experiencing bleeding. I was literally wow. in the bathroom all day. And if you're in college living with a bunch of guys and just trying to you know, get by, it, it's an embarrassing illness, that of Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, collectively referred to as inflammatory bowel disease. But really what I learned is that this wasn't going away next week or next month. And that when you have a gut issue, it can affect everything in your body and future diagnoses to follow, including diabetes, chronic fatigue. I had bladder and prostate infections. I had a cardiac infection. I ended up losing so much weight. It was like I was in a cachectic state, down to 104 pounds and I'm over six feet tall. And in the midst of this, I was thinking, well, can I have my old life back? But I knew at one point that my illness was for a reason. And if I get well and I could help just one person overcome disease or better yet avoid it, then this living hell will have all been worth it. Wow. I mean, so it's crazy. You know, I, I remember the, the thing that's most shocking and impressive to me is when I, I see your before and after picture because, and people can go online and just search this on their search engine or Google, just search Jordan Rubin, you know, maker's daughter, Jordan Rubin before and after picture. And it's crazy. So you went from 180 some pounds to like 105 pounds in a wheelchair. I mean, so, so, so talk to me about too, all of these things you were diagnosed with. And then what did you start to do to get better? Well, first and foremost, I immersed myself in information. I read over 300 books on nutrition, health, and wellness, visited 69 experts around the world. I had a plethora of therapies, some of which were probably worse than my diseases. In addition to what I shared with you, I was dealing with parasitic infections, fungal infections. I was said to have the worst candida that anyone had ever seen, viruses. I was literally, I would say a walking time bomb, but I barely walked. And, it, and one moment that transformed my life is what you alluded to this before picture. I was deathly ill. I literally described myself as being trapped in a prison that was my own body because wow. I couldn't even sleep. The most I slept was 45 minutes and I was always uh, in a state of, of disarray in my gut. I would describe the pain as something akin to having surgery with no anesthesia. It's, it's, it's an unbelievable pain, whereas if your elbow hurts, you can rub it. But when you hurt inside, when you can't sleep, when you feel like the people around you are suffering as a result of, of you, it's incomprehensible. Yeah. And so I had enough faith to get in front of my parents' pantry and ask 
my mom to take my picture and she didn't want to. I was standing there in boxer shorts. I wore glasses at the time and I had this scraggly beard because I didn't have the strength to shave and couldn't afford to lose any blood. I mean, you don't think about these yeah. things. I looked like I had sort of dark skin, but I, I was only able to shower occasionally because I would faint when I was standing in a shower. I had an iron level of zero, a ferritin level of wow. zero for 18 months. And so I stood there in my boxer shorts and said, mom, take my picture. She said, I don't want to take your picture. I said, mom, please take it. She said, why do you insist? Can't we wait till you get better? And I said, mom, you need to take this picture because the world's not going to believe the miracle God's going to do in my life. Wow. And I got to tell you, it took every bit of strength that I had and didn't have to say that because I didn't have a doctor that was hopeful that I could be well at that time. I, I, I didn't find a treatment that I knew would work. I didn't have hope in the sense of an answer, but I had faith in the one who did. And I knew that I wasn't dead. I, yeah. Even though I almost died multiple times, I had hospitalizations where they couldn't even get an IV in because there was no blood return. But I committed to that one person that I could help if I got well, and that kept me going. And so I got this photograph taken. This was the age before digital cameras, so there was no, <laughs> no, uh, no touching up that photo. And it became the most important moment of my life, not celebrating my success, but celebrating my weakness. It's kind of like if you want to have a great miracle, be in a dire situation. Yeah, and that's what I was, and that's what I needed. And I didn't get better the next day or the next week, but about a year after that photo, my dad talked to a man who I call an eccentric nutritionist who told me that if I follow a diet and lifestyle based on the Bible, I could be well. And I traveled from South Florida where I lived in a wheelchair to Southern California to learn from this man. And it was during that time when I was eating what I would call a real food diet, I was consuming grass-fed meats, I was consuming cultured or fermented dairy products, fermented vegetables, heirloom ancient grains like spelt, kamut, einkorn, juices. I was getting sunshine and I was ready to commit to a 40-day program to transform my life, but my gut was still not responding until my dad sent me an envelope with these little capsules with dark colored powder in them and a typewritten letter, like a, a page back when there were typewriters saying that these probiotics were, are found in healthy soil, they're missing from our diet, and they can help you transform your gut. Now, I'd already tried 30 brands of probiotics. In fact, there were probiotic experts that counseled me, and I would take one to three bottles a day of probiotics, not capsules, bottles. And I knew my gut was damaged, and I knew probiotics could help, but I didn't see it work, mm -hmm. and so I kind of gave up hope on that. But something told me I needed to try this these dirt pills, as they would later be called. And 40 days later, this diet from the Bible plus these probiotics from the soil transformed my health, just like this man Bud told me. And I took my after picture on the beach at my 21st birthday, just 12 weeks after that before picture, uh, or I should say the latest before picture. And it was just astounding. I had my parents visit me in California. My dad got off the plane and he said, there's so much of you to hug. Wow. And uh, it didn't just end a chapter of my life. It began a chapter where I knew that I was created to help people transform their health, not only give them health information, but more importantly, give them hope.
Yeah, I love that, Jordan. For me, again, I know that you gave you know myself and my mom hope when she was struggling with her health issues, and so I just you know, and and uh, if anybody has read The Maker's Diet or Patient Heal Thyself or many of the, I know you've re- written so many books over the years, but you know, just hearing that story and getting hope because. Just to go on a little bit of a side note and tangent here, you know, you look at the uh, our medical system today. It's a system to where you, when you step into it, it's fear-based. You know, and one of the things I appreciate about you, and the thing that I always tried to do and, and did when I had a practice, when I ran my, my clinic in Nashville, was instill hope. You know, it's the exact opposite of fear. It's this: hey, you can heal. Your body was designed to heal. And I love that you preach that message. And I know that's helped so many people. Um, Share with us a little bit about like what your average, I guess, day look like, or if somebody is listening to this and they're struggling, maybe it's gut health, maybe it's autoimmune disease, what should they be eating for breakfast or, or lunch or dinner? Like, what are some of those foods? What should their supplement re- re- regime look like? I would love to hear about like today, what would you do if you're in that same situation from a diet and supplement and lifestyle standpoint? It's a great question because as the decades have unfolded since my diagnosis with Crohn's disease, and by the way, I should say I'm completely well. Yeah, I haven't been on a medication right. for over 20-something years, and it's it's truly been a miracle. And what's even better is I've seen that one person that I was hoping to help multiplied. And when you start to share your message, and started in a small way where I would I was working in a health food store and I'd meet somebody and pull out my before picture, a little photocopy back when there was photocopies, and I would try to instill hope in people. And it amazed me when they would listen and get results. And what's amazing about this is today, fast forward 20, almost 24 years later, I'm still seeing great testimonials of people being healed in body, mind, and spirit. And so in terms of What's shaped my health and wellness plan? During my battle with Crohn's disease, I worked with some of the top doctors in the world. There was a woman named Elaine Gottschall who created what is now known as the specific carbohydrate diet. She counseled me for a year and I went on that program four different times and it didn't work for me. And there's great principles that I learned from her and I I would learn from other people and the hundreds of books that I read. But what worked for me was a diet that was largely consisting of of omnivorous foods in their best form. So when people have an inflammatory bowel disease diagnosis, they'll tend to go to an extreme, a raw vegan diet, for example. And while people have attested to its benefits, that's the last thing I would recommend for somebody with gut issues. Some people say, well, red meat's dangerous. I believe red meat's one of the most digestible foods when it comes to someone with gut issues. So for me, back in the day, I consumed uh, wild-caught fish. Sockeye salmon's my favorite, still is today. Mm -hmm. Not only does it have a quality of protein that's easy to digest and good for building, most people with inflammatory bowel disease have problems with maintaining muscle. They'll lose weight. They'll have cachexia like I did, especially if the disease is widespread. So getting a good source of protein and fats is critical. The omega-3s in sockeye salmon are anti-inflammatory. The astaxanthin, the pigment that makes it red, is anti-inflammatory. So I love that. I recommend bone broth or chicken soup or beef soup. So what I would tell people for the last 20 some years, if you have serious inflammatory bowel disease, make a bone broth, add some meat to it, and if you need to, blend it. Because not only do you want cooked vegetables, you want uber cooked vegetables. But what's great about broth or soup, you're getting the benefits 
from the water that soaks your veggies. So if you're making broccoli and you steam it or boil it and you pour the water out, the water contains a lot of the minerals and nutrients. When you make a broth or a one pot meal with animal, meats, etc., fish, beef, chicken, lamb, venison, bison, and you have soft vegetables like celery, carrots, onions, they're very soothing to the gut. So I yeah. would have people go on an all bone broth or soup cleanse for three, five, or seven days to start. But even in your daily plan, still have that. That's the most absorbable form of, I would say, omnivorous nutrition. And then I was a big believer in cultured dairy products. I learned about kefir, or as some people call it, kefir, and other cultures. And I consumed that. The fats helped me gain weight. The probiotics helped my digestive tract. I consumed green juices as well in limited amounts as I got better. Green juices can be harsh for someone, especially if they're, they have diarrhea or irritation. Mm -hmm. But doing a green, consuming green juice, I like celery, parsley. Cabbage is amazingly yeah. healing for ulceration. So if you want to do a celery, little bit of carrot, cabbage, and parsley, you're going to get a lot of healing factors in your gut. And I would do, I would consume smoothies, but blueberries were my go-to. Blueberries contain a compound that work for gut issues the way that cranberries work for urinary tract wow. issues, where blueberries disrupt bad bacteria's life cycle, and it's impossible for them to sort of maintain viability in your gut. So if you have gut issues, fresh blueberries are amazing, not only for their antimicrobial benefits, but they're good sources of fiber. Yeah. And then some surprising foods, pumpkin is incredibly soothing for the gut. If you are not in an acute situation, soaked ground chia seeds are very soothing. Certain fibers like psyllium can be harsh, but chia can be really good. Uh, root vegetables in general can be really good. I try to keep carbohydrates low to keep inflammation low, but those are amazing. I think from a supplement standpoint, a probiotic with soil-based organisms has been my go-to for 21 years yeah. now. Sorry, 24 four years now, not only on a daily basis, but whenever I travel, think about someone who's gone through what I did, being invited to a place like India or Africa where they say, don't drink the water, don't brush your teeth with the water, you know, it can be nerve wracking. And so I have applied this protocol of saturating my gut with soil-based organisms, not only on a daily basis, but when I travel two weeks prior, I'm upping my dose. When I'm in India or Africa, I'm upping my dose. And then for weeks after I get home. Why? Because these soil-based organisms were designed to protect plants' root systems from invaders, to make sure plants absorb nutrients. They do the same thing for your gut. And I, I count these soil-based organisms as my internal army. It separates me from four other people that go to the same restaurant. They exhibit food poisoning symptoms, but I don't, right? I mean, you're yeah. eating the same the same food with the same microbes, what separates you from someone else who gets traveler's disease, who has dysentery or food poisoning? It's your internal environment. And probiotics with soil-based organisms have been my protection. In fact, my daughter, who's seven, is concerned about something that's going around her school. And so she said, Dad, I don't want to get sick. What do I do? And I said, well, honey, um, I make sure that you get your probiotics every day. And, yep. and it's interesting that a seven-year-old who 
probably wouldn't want to swallow capsules on a regular basis is doing this and feels good about being protected. Yeah. And I, I'm wondering if she's telling people as well, but it, it's a scary time. I mean, every year there's some crazy virus yep. that uh, it wreaks havoc on, on our emotions more than anything. And yep. so I feel good that the principles I learned that, that saw me overcome my illness I still put in practice today. Yeah, you know, one of the things I love, Jordan, because I know, I know, you know, when you lived in West Palm Beach, I stayed with you. I know in Nashville here, I've come to visit your, you know, your house and, and hang with you and your kids. And so it's, um, it's, always, it's, it's always a great time. I love seeing, you know, you given all of your kids their supplements. So Jordan has laid out, you know, um, every morning, you know, Joshua gets his, his supplements. Emma, I, the whole family gets their, their supplements. It's quite a few. It's, got, it's, it's impressive. So, you know, you make their smoothies. Um, every single day. So sh share with me too, like for yourself, but also as you just shared, um, you know, for, for your kids, like what are, cause I noticed too, you absolutely, you guys do the probiotics every day. I know you guys are doing a protein powder from bone broth every single day for the kids. What, what, what are the other, you know, along with that, like what, what are the things you guys are doing every day? It's so amazing how today, instead of making chicken soup or bone broth, which I've recommended that causes compliance to be practically zero. Instead of juicing fruits and vegetables, then you have to go wash your blender, et cetera. We have amazing products available out there that can provide these nutrients and compounds in consumable form. So there's, there's powders that contain good quality bone broth. There's powerful probiotics out there. There's green superfoods that give you the benefits of green juice. So what I say to people now is there is zero excuse for following this kind of a yeah. healthy plan. And so with my kids and really with anyone, there's the three basic go-to product categories I recommend would be a multivitamin. And I love multivitamins that are loaded with superfoods in the right yeah. format. Omega-3s, but also combining omega-3s with antioxidants. I mentioned salmon has omega-3 fatty acids plus astaxanthin. So I love omega-3 products that contain that. And then a probiotic with soil-based organisms. Yep. Now people might say, where do I find one of those? It's not in the refrigerator because soil-based organisms are designed to live in the soil and on healthy plants. Yeah. And one thing that really clicked with me is if I'm gonna take a probiotic and put it into a body that's around 98.6 degrees, how could I use a probiotic that's in the fridge? Because when I was sick, I tried 30 different probiotic formulas. 29 of them were based on lactobacillus and bifidobacteria and required refrigeration. I remember I would have these probiotics in my bathroom in a cooler bag with ice packs so that when I would wake up in the middle of the night, which happened consistently to be because I was so sick in my gut, I would take those probiotics. I was so careful that if they were exposed to ambient temperature at all, they would be non-viable. But when I learned that you could consume probiotics that are shelf-stable, that, yeah. that are not destroyed by heat or stomach acid, it made sense that these are the probiotics that belong in our body. So those are kind of, that's the big three of, of for anyone, that's a foundational three. Yeah. When it comes to protein powders, I think there are really great sources of hard-to-get compounds that we should look to supplement with. Bone broth would be one of them. Collagen is an example. Yep. Certain dairy proteins. But bottom line, if you're going to eat a healthy diet, I wouldn't look for protein from peas or from rice because those are fine foods, but they're easy to acquire. I believe in 
my kids supplementing with rare, important vitamins, minerals, and beneficial compounds. And that's what I look for. My kids will not take an unlimited amount of supplements a day. So I've got to be careful with what I give them because I want them to be compliant. So I yeah. do lay out supplements. Now we have, goodness gracious, seven children under the age of 19 in our home. And I go through supplements like crazy. But what I love is my kids not only get excited about supplements, they get excited about eating these very same healing foods that I consumed in order to get well. When you yeah. take these healing foods and apply them to a healthy body, look out, they, you'll just be impenetrable. So it's, it's exciting to see what helped me get well with my gut is good for people that are healthy, but it's good for so many things. I learned 20 some years ago that if you fix your gut, you fix everything. Yeah, it's so good. You know, one of the things, just, just, just so everybody understands that there are different types of probiotics, right? There's a lot of different, uh, there's a lot of different species or a lot of different strains. And there are these food-based probiotics that we get through fermentation with things like yogurt or kefir or sauerkraut. But then there are, there are these probiotics that you've been referencing, we call them, they're referenced all kinds of things, soil-based organisms, soil-based probiotics. Um, they tend to be in the species of things like, uh, you know, Bacillus subtilis, Bacillus coagulans. But these probiotics are, I, I've heard you reference, you know, if I, as we've spoken over the years is, you were the first person I ever heard say, they're really the king of probiotics. They kind of act like a bulldozer, helping your body start to clear out candida and really transform your gut microbiome. And so just so you know, if you're not supplementing with probiotics or if you're not eating from your own garden and farmer's market daily, then you're not getting these soil-based organisms, which is something that you know, our ancestors were getting on a regular basis. Because think about this, like our ancestors were going and eating locally every single day. They, they were getting some of the, like if you pull carrots out of the ground, even when you wash them, there's little brown specks on there. Those are types of soil-based organisms. And so they actually, there's studies showing, hey, they help you better digest your food. They help your gut health. And we're not getting those today. So I just love that you said that, is that those are the most probiotics. If somebody's looking to transform their immune system, if somebody's looking to transform their gut, these probiotics that come from soil are so important. If people wanna, hey, if people wanna learn more about those, I know you and I, uh, we've written articles so people could search, you know, Dr. Axe, you know, soil probiotics or things like that and learn more about those. Hey guys, it's Dr. Axe here to talk with you about your nutrition. Did you know today's food contains only a fraction of the nutritional value it once had? That's why Ancient Nutrition, the supplement brand I started with Jordan Rubin, offers nutritional products designed to make history's healthiest whole food nutrients convenient for everyday life. It's Ancient Nutrition for the modern world. Check us out at ancientnutrition.com to learn more. I mean, what you're taking is very similar to what I know that we personally take. You know, Chelsea and I, every day, we're taking our probiotics that come from the soil. We're taking our, you know, our bone broth and our collagen powders. We're doing, uh, you know, we're do doing different herbs like turmeric on a regular basis. And, and right now for immune system, we're also doing things like elderberry. You know, elderberry, I know, is fantastic. So talk to me a little bit about immune system health. They're, they're sort of long-term and short-term. Because right now, I know we're in a season where people are wanting to support and strengthen their immune system. You talked a lot about long-term, the chicken soup, getting the bone broth and collagen, doing the probiotics. Those are probably two of the biggest. Doing things like a multi. In addition to those, what are the best things somebody can do for long-term immune health and also short-term immune health? And maybe what's the difference there? Absolutely. Well, I think 
when it comes to diet, there are certain foods that are incredible for immune system health. And I'm gonna mention two, and they're very rare in our American diet. They're both inspired by Asian nations. One is kimchi. So when you think about wow. dealing with microbes, bacteria, viruses, fungi, you want various compounds that fight those, and spicy foods tend to do that. So kimchi is Korean sauerkraut, yeah. essentially. You've got various hot peppers in there. You've got cabbage. And so that fermentation provides probiotics, enzymes, and these powerful spices that kill germs. If you look, hot peppers in a Petri dish will kill germs. We're talking about cayenne. We're talking about various chilies. They're amazing. And so spicy kimchi is powerful. It also gives you vitamin C from the cabbage and these fermentation metabolites. And what those are, think of the best probiotics as two video game characters, Pac-Man in that they eat the gunk that's undigested and space invaders as if they're shooting things off. Probiotics create enzymes and they create other byproducts that destroy bad germs and create an internal shield in your gut. So kimchi is great. Here's another Asian inspired superfood. It's really a condiment, natto. Oh, yeah. Natto has been described as looking sort of like this mushy, goopy mess and smelling like Roquefort cheese. So I'm sure I've gotten yeah. everyone excited about that, but natto contains three powerful compounds. One is the probiotic Bacillus subtilis or subtilis that you mentioned. That probiotic that's found in healthy soil and plants is my favorite. It's been so for 20 plus years. Natto also contains natto kinase, which is an enzyme that helps your circulatory Sorry. system and vitamin K2, and it's called menaquinone 7 form, which is great for heart health, for bone health, and immune system health. So those are two, two go-tos. Yeah. You know what's my, the best immune system hack that I could tell you is go outside in the sun, walk barefoot for 20, 30 minutes. Sunlight is a powerful stimulator of vitamin D for your immune system. Yeah. And then walking barefoot gives you an amazing ability to reduce cortisol levels, which somehow can disrupt not only your mood, but your immune system. But then there's other foods that I'm really excited about as well. Vitamin C is a popular nutrient we all know about, and people will think oranges are go-tos, but peppers are a better source of vitamin C. Broccoli is an amazing source of vitamin C. And berries, while they don't often contain vitamin C, they have these amazing compounds, antioxidants. Some are called anthocyanins in dark berries. Then you look at compounds like elagic acid, which are not only known to support your immune system short-term, but they can create anti-cancer compounds from raspberry and pomegranate, elagic acid or elagitannins. So I always recommend eat colorful fruits and vegetables, lower sugar is better, consume condiments that have probiotics like natto, miso is great, yeah. pickled ginger is amazing, ferments are absolutely important, and then consume animal products, probably the most nutritious, liver and egg yolks. One of my yeah. latest, I'll say, fads is consuming eggs from ducks and geese. If you look at traditional Chinese medicine, specific eggs from poultry were good for certain things. Yeah. Uh, quail eggs aren't just cool to have on your steak tartare. Those are powerful for digestion. So I try to do things that are a little bit out of the norm, but make sure to get those colored veggies, make sure to get fermented foods, 
you can get probiotics that way. But for me, despite consuming all of those, I still take a daily probiotic. In fact, I take two different probiotics, but both of them have probiotics from the soil. Now, Jordan, let me ask this. If you or your kids, and I know it's rare. I, in fact, I, you and I have been together anytime we've gotten sick, and there's one thing that's always in common. We've been traveling and not sleeping from, you know, you know, sleeping in hotels. So, but if you and your family do, you know, come down with, with a cold or whatever it might be, what do you guys do for that, you know, one week or that two week period to really try and overcome that more quickly? It's a great question. I use many things. I kind of treat it like I'm going to, you know, bomb the area. And I can't tell you how and why every one of them works, but we've been known to consume colloidal silver and I'll do it in maybe one teaspoon three times a day for the kids. You mentioned elderberry. We have farms and we grow elderberries. Yeah. And so we make elderberry syrup, but I don't just put elderberries in there. I'll put clove essential oil, turmeric essential oil, ginger essential oil, orange essential oil. So the taste is a little interesting, but, uh, and then Manuka honey, I'll add yeah. to it. So Manuka honey is great for any upper respiratory or contact challenges. It, it doesn't work systemically in a way that would boost your immune system, but anywhere that the Manuka honey touches, it's antimicrobial and it is really powerful. I will, for serious conditions, go for oregano oil. So we'll do two to three drops three times a day. Thyme oil yeah. is another one. I'm not going to use my bad spice joke. Thyme heals all wounds. Yeah, there we but... go. Well, you couldn't help it. You couldn't <laughs> I help used it. it. Was... Uh, ginger is amazing. You, you yeah. talk about this all the time. The reason we use the term cold is because in traditional Chinese medicine, our body tends to be colder when we experience those symptoms. Ginger and warming herbs are a great way to overcome that. A ginger lemon infusion or a tea is something that's amazing. So those essential oils, not only topically diffused, but also consumed. And then back to the probiotics, I double up. I believe that probiotics not only can help create this internal shield, but I learned years ago from a mentor of mine, a professor of naturopathy, he believed that soil-based organisms actually produced 16 species of alpha interferon, which is an antiviral compound. He also believed and proved in laboratory studies that soil-based organisms produce nonspecific antibodies. We know what antibodies are, right? Yeah. People get immunized to create antibodies, but what if you could have a pool of antibodies that were ready to fight when you needed it. And I also want to make sure that people, when they're dealing with a cold or a flu, are eliminating properly. Yeah. Another go-to, we make apple cider vinegar tonics with things such as horseradish, onion, I've been around for those. garlic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so well, I'm, I leave no stone unturned. We, we have a large family. And when you start to think about who you're exposed to, who they're exposed to, building health has never been more important. And then I think this is really important. When you're dealing with a cold or a flu, stay off the sugar. Yeah. Uh, because sugar definitely suppresses and depresses your immune system. So go for the spice, go for the colors, uh, go for the probiotics from the soil, but avoid a lot of sugar and sweets. Get hydrated. That's really, really important. And we've seen great results. I, I can't tell you the last time. Well, most of my kids have never had a single medication in their life. My son Joshua had a fracture playing football and had to go under anesthesia, which just was so tough for me because yeah. I put him in that position. But um, he didn't even have painkillers coming out of it. So he, it's amazing how we've been able to take my tragedy 
and use it to help our family when I didn't even think I'd have a family. I mean, I, I was literally ready to die, and I had a thought, I can't believe I missed getting married. And God's been very good to not only give me a great family, give me a platform to help people, but give me exceedingly abundantly more than I could ever ask, think, or imagine. And so that's kind of my, my favorite scripture now is Ephesians 3.20, which I just quoted because I believe that God can take your pain and make it into your passion. And if you're in a mess, because people are listening and they've got all kinds of illnesses that have been deemed incurable, I believe that mess can become a message and you can become a messenger. Because there's somebody out there who's sick that wants to hear from another human being who overcame the disease. It's different than a doctor. It's not an expert. They want to know that it's been done before and that's where that hope comes in. Yeah, Jordan, I mean, that's such a key thing. I, I can just tell you, you know, one of the things that I see right now, and I have this phrase that I keep saying, as people are worrying about, you know, threats to their immune system, and it's faith over fear. You know, we, people are living in so much fear uh, when they really don't need to be, and sort of knowing too, I know that your philosophy and mentality with health is the same as mine, and it's that we don't live in fear or worry about our health. We proactively, you know, strengthen our own bodies. We know our bodies can fight off any virus, any bacteria. I mean, our, you know, and so we just need to naturally strengthen our immune systems, care for our families in that way, making sure they're fed properly, proper nutrition. But the other thing is it's not just proper nutrition, it's this proper spiritual, emotional, mental health. So t talk, to, talk to me about this, so, sort of like and, and I, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm right working on a book now, right now that uh, I know that you've, you've, you've added so much value to and content to. We've been talking about um, in the book. I talk about the cause of diseases, deficiency and toxicity, but as well, it's deficiency of certain positive emotions like love, and it's toxicity of certain emotions like fear and worry and everything else. What, what, what do you? Th what are some proactive things people can do if they are in a state of saying, you know what? I do have too much fear in my life. I do have too much worry. And, this, and they're in stress and they know it's affecting their health. How do you proactively fight those and build these healthy emotions? Well, one way that I do it is I have a daily prayer that I quote. And I know people are probably thinking like, Stuart Smalley, I'm good at looking in the mirror. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh but, darn, but by the way, like there, there's been several times already you've dated yourself, just, you know, which, which a few people do. And if you don't know this about Jordan, He's the big, biggest 80s music fan I've ever met. I think Africa is probably your, or what was it? It is, it's number Afri one. Yeah, there I you go, you. probably your favorite song. And then um, in addition to that, you're you know one of the biggest Seinfeld fans out there, along with and myself. And I quote Saturday so, Night Live, which I just that, did. Yeah. There you go. So. Yeah, so that basically sums it up. But uh, yeah, I think so for me, I started putting together this prayer years and years ago. So I don't know if you remember, but oh, yeah. the TV program, Living Beyond Organic, I would quote that at the end. Now it's quintupled. And, and I literally say things, and here's an example. Caleb in the Bible went to conquer the promised land. A bunch of the other men that were with him that were younger were afraid. He was 85 years old, and he said, I'm stronger than 40 years ago. I'm ready to go take this mountain. So I pray every day that when I'm 85 years old, I'll be stronger than when I'm 45. So 45 comes next year. So my goal is to be really strong then. And the 40 years later, the same thing. But I know it sounds silly. I really believe that we spend a lot of time saying negative things. So in a health scare, whether it's a personal health scare with cancer, we talk about cancer about a thousand times more than we do healing. When our child has autism, we say, my child's autistic. When we have high blood sugar consistently, we don't say we have high blood sugar. We say, 
we are diabetic. We don't even say we have diabetes. First of all, who wants that? So I'm a big believer in speaking what you want. It, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Fear is the substance of things you don't want. So why would we talk about something we don't want to happen? Instead, we should be focusing on what we believe is important and we believe God has for us. So I, I literally take three minutes a day and say that prayer. Here's another big one. You say, how do I protect myself and my family? Bud Keith, who helped me get well and learn the health principles of the Bible, he would quote Psalm 91 with his family every day. That's God's protection psalm. And I do that every morning. I do it in the yeah. shower, kind of like when I'm conditioning. It's perfect timing. And but so your I, hair looks great, by the way. Thank you. I've memorized it. And I quote it, and I've heard miraculous stories. There's been books written on it. Because what you're saying is that no plague will enter my dwelling. If, if I fall off a cliff, I won't dash my foot against the stone. I mean, these are powerful. And so I'm like everyone else. I live in a world that's largely fear-based. Every year there's something, if not every month. But I really try to combat that with speaking words. And there's something about words you speak that you actually end up believing him and uh, or believing yourself. And there's a Bible verse that says, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. So if you want to live, speak life. If yeah. you have Alzheimer's disease, the beginning stages, speak about how your memory is strong and it's not fading. When you go to a doctor and they tell you your macula is deteriorating in your eye, you need to combat that with words. It, words matter. We know that they matter. Yeah. So that I could go on and on it, about that. It's so good. It makes me think of this too. Like, you know, when my, uh, when my mom was battling cancer, I mean, she did exactly what you're talking about. She decided she wasn't, she had so much fear and worry in her life. Like my mom was worried that other people wouldn't accept her. She was worried about, she had fear of failure, all these things. And she decided, you know what? I'm going to meditate every single day and I'm going to visualize my future, future bringing my grandkids to Disney. I'm going to you know, say these, you know, positive Bible verses and quotes. And she did that every day. And now she's, you know, 67 and cancer-free and healthy. But I think about this is you and I talk a lot about traditional Chinese medicine and other forms of medicine. You know, in traditional Chinese medicine, they never labeled somebody with a disease. What they always did is they said, your body is simply imbalanced. Your body's too damp or too dry or too hot or too cold. And we just need to change your body's internal environment. Today, we live in this society where you're right, we label people with diseases. And I saw this when I was in full-time practice many years ago to where somebody with something like fibromyalgia, they would say exactly what you're saying. I have fibromyalgia and it literally becomes their identity. They see themselves as a victim. And when somebody sees themselves that way, they, they sort of, it almost paralyzes them where they stop taking action versus they, they start saying to themselves, you know what? I'm, you know what, I'm going to heal. My body is powerful. And they start taking action to heal their body. But anyways, I just appreciate you saying that so much because there's um, so many people today are living in the state of fear and anxiety and they're not, you know, they're not using their tongue for life. And so anyways, I love that. And people can probably go online and search Jordan Rubin prayer or, or, or check out one. Cause I know this is in your book, um, is it in your new Maker's Die book? Or what, which book can people get to, to, to read this? I think the healing prayer is in Living Beyond Organic, I believe. Uh, there's two prayers, actually. One I call the Beyond Organic prayer, but there's a healing prayer that I put together really for those dealing with cancer, which will be another program, I'm sure. Yeah. But I've seen by tapping into the power of visualization, of speaking, and I don't want to say positive speaking because it's more than that. It's speaking life. And then actually taking action 
we need all of that. Yeah. We need to get the proper amount of sleep. We need to get sunshine. We need to get and give hugs. All of these things matter. We need to forgive people. I tell people it's that big. if you want to stay sick, hold on to bitterness. I was told once by someone, I'll never forget it. She said, harboring unforgiveness that turns to bitterness is like drinking poison and expecting it to kill the person that hurt you. Wow. And that's really what it is. And I've seen people die bitter and I've seen people live with a great attitude and, and even heard stories that someone who had a great positive attitude, they died of natural causes, but when they had an autopsy, they were loaded with cancer. And mm. then you hear people that die young, bitter and angry, and they didn't have really anything yeah. wrong with them. So we can't just think that eating a certain food, avoiding certain dietary indiscretions or taking a supplement is gonna do it. It's really a total health message. And my goal has always been Create great resources for people, whether it's products or foods, but give, always give someone something that is free that can transform their health. And that's where the getting sunshine, walking barefoot, yeah. forgiving those that hurt you. Probably easier to take a capsule, but it's not going to do for you what I would call these powerful lifestyle therapies will. Yeah, it's a huge deal. You know, I know we've talked a lot about a lot of different things today, and I just want to cover a few. You know, we, we, we talked a lot about the diet, you know, and getting things like bone broth and cooked vegetables and fermented foods are so important. We've talked about the nutrients you, you recommended, which was, uh, you know, things like a multi, getting omegas in their diet, getting probiotics at the very first, especially that come from the soil. Um, and, then, and then practicing a, you know, a, a mindset of forgiveness and hope and faith. And so I, I love that so much. I know you and I, we co-authored a book just, hey, if everybody wants to check out a book that Jordan and I wrote together, it's called Essential Oils, Ancient Medicine. And I think that's a really great that's book for awesome people book. to check out too, because if you want to know how to use essential oils and a lot of these herbals and things we've talked about, it is a, it's a full color book. You can find it on amazon.com. Just search, you know, Jordan Rubin, Josh Axe, or, or uh, Essential Oils, Ancient Medicine. But if people are looking for a resource, that's a, that's a good one there as well. As we part, Jordan, what would you say for people, especially with, um, and you've covered so much already, it's amazing. So, but we've talked a lot about gut health. We've talked a lot about immune health. If somebody's gonna just make one big change, like leaving this episode today, like what is the first thing they should go do to start to, and I know you've got 30 things in your head, but what, 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 what is something somebody can do? Well, obviously this is a nutrition show. And so I, I wanna say that certainly probiotics are critical. Yeah. That's been understood. But if I were to say one thing that is super simple for people to do to protect their body, to fight against colds and flus, to protect your brain, eat more spices. I know that's kind that's of good. cheating because there are so many spices, but your cabinet, your pantry, literally is a treasure trove of healing. There are herbs and spices, particularly spices that are so powerful, we don't even fully know what they do. Nutmeg, for example, yeah. is a powerful gut and immune promoting herb spice. Ginger is amazing. It's kind of boring, but it's amazing. Cinnamon is amazing. Clove is amazing. Allspice, the list goes on and on. So get more spices in your diet. I'm talking tablespoons a day. In food, yep. you can make, if you do eat grains, have some toast, but put cinnamon on it. Put yeah. cinnamon with your apple. These can not only help your gut, but they protect your body in an amazing way. And so spice it up, eat more herbs and spices. They're already waiting for us in our kitchen. We just 
fail to use them here in America for some unfortunate reason. I love it. So good. I want to encourage you guys, if you want to learn more about Jordan Rubin, just say search online, Jordan Rubin, Ancient Nutrition, or check out some of his books. The Maker's Diet is a fantastic book. We talked about essential oils, ancient medicine, and another great book called Planet Heal Thyself. So you can check out all those books online from Jordan as well. And uh, Jordan, just want to say, man, just, hey, Great having you on the show. I know that um, you know we see each other regularly at work every day, but man, I was just fun having you on. And while we're on again, like I want to talk about uh, your cancer story in the future. I know that we together co-own uh, hemp and CBD farms, and so we want to talk about that. So we're going to do some more of this in the future. But I'm going to say, hey, thanks so much. Thanks Appreciate for having it. me. Great. Thanks, everybody. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed in this podcast are not medical advice and have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. In some cases, individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein.